planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Spencer, thanks so much for joining us on the Everblack podcast. Uh, I'm loving this new album, dude. It's awesome. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear people are digging it. Haven't uh, haven't had too many people hear the whole thing so far, so we're getting a, a good response from those who have had the chance to hear it. It's the new Ice Nine Kills album, The Silver Scream, and it is out on October 5th, and it's nothing short of a love letter to horror, man, and that's that's what really grab me about it. Whose idea was it to, to tackle that? Uh, brainchild uh, of this idea was mine. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy in the band that's the real horror aficionado, and doing the album last time about literature, it seemed like this was the next logical step, and it really excited me because horror is one of my favorite things on the, in the world, and you know it gave me an opportunity to write something uh, that I was really a passion was really passionate about and transform one form of art, which is film, into another form of art, music. So that was just an exciting, um, daunting task, but but in the end, I think it it turned out really cool, and I'm I'm proud of it. And uh, the video for uh, the American Nightmare is like it's like a short film, and you're not a bad actor, dude. <laughs> you're actually really good. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, I had a little experience in some adult films early on in my career. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was, it, it was cool to uh, to get out there and try try something else because I've never really done any acting other than you know in my shower just reciting lines from from Gladiator and uh, other other films. I think it's something you could actually go into, man. Like, cause you know you see a lot of band videos and, and dudes acting in it and. Uh, Sometimes it's a bit cringy, but uh, no, it was believable. No, it was good work, man. Are you guys looking at doing more of of that, like um, making more uh, clips themed for the album? Yes, we actually have uh, another one, which is the third part in the story coming out tomorrow, uh, based on our song uh, "The Grave Mistake," which is an homage to the 1994 film "The Crow." Mm-hmm. So I get to do a little bit more action. Excited about it. And are you uh, are you the crow? You Eric? I am the crow. I am Eric Raven. Yeah, man, that's going to be unreal. I can't wait to uh, check that out. So many greats to choose from. I mean, how did you narrow it down to uh, the ones that you wanted to focus on? I definitely wanted to include the most iconic films from the genre. You know, you can't do an album like this and not, for me, you can't do an album like this and not cover Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw. Uh, in addition, though, I wanted to expose our fans and the metal genre to even more films uh, than just uh, the most iconic ones. Or that's why I chose, you know, like a film like Silent Night, Deadly Night, which hardcore slasher fans mm. know about, but maybe the average average guy uh, at Trader Joe's doesn't know about. What about, uh, you know, uh, Evil Dead or even Chopping Mall? 
Were there any other ones that, you know, didn't make the cut that you really wanted to? Yeah, there were definitely a few on the docket that just, just uh, it didn't work out. One of my favorite films of all time is Scream. And for me, I just I couldn't get that one quite right yet. And I didn't want to uh, tarnish one of my favorite films ever. So, unfortunately, that didn't make the cut. But uh, hopefully, maybe on a, on a re-release or a bonus edition of the album, we'll be able to include that. Did you guys uh, re-watch the movies as a band to try and, you know, get into uh, the songwriting frame of mind, get everyone on the same page? You know, know these films like the back of my hand, so I actually, I didn't have to rewatch any of them. I kind of see them all regularly anyway because they're like favorite bands of mine. You know, I'll, I'll put mm. movies on from time to time. Lots of little bits and pieces in the the songs themselves, like little samples and sounds, you know, that to relate to each track. Like even like the bell uh, in Rocking the Boat. That must have been really fun to like put all those little things and those little nods together for those tracks. Yeah, it was really fun and... I know from the inception of the record that was that was my plan. I thought it would be great to include, you know, vocal performances too that weren't singing or screaming that were dialogue driven, uh, to to really embrace the whole film aspect. And as you said, with like bells from from you know Jaws, like you know the channel markers in the harbor, that all that stuff was really interesting to, to work with. You know, putting a soundscape to to music to really try to make it feel like a, a counterpart to a film. Well, there's so many layers on the album. I mean, it's insane how well thought out this thing really is. You know, I don't, I don't know. Like from a production side, I can hear that it would have just taken quite a long time to to do it. I mean, how long did it take you guys to put all those pieces together? We started to write the album about a year ago. So we've been working on it basically since last summer and wrapped up uh, mixing it over uh, this past summer on our tour bus, actually, on Warp Tour. Wow. So we've been working on it for, for a solid year. Out of all those songs, which was the one that really, like, uh, tested you? Uh, the one that was most difficult, I think probably finding the correct voice for for Pennywise the Clown and the song about it is the end, uh, the song called it is the end mm. about of course Stephen King's classic novel uh, and then you know the subsequent films that it was based on it and uh, you know you, with Pennywise the Clown I needed to find a voice that was enticing and and, and happy and kind of something that would be able to lure a child in. Yeah, I just you know with it that was the most challenging I think vocally to find the balance between uh, the, the happy-go-lucky, uh, joyful sound of a clown, and then in a split second, um, sort of seamlessly uh, delve into insane evil. In regards to that, which Pennywise do you think is the better out of the two? Uh, which Pennywise do I like more, Tim Curry or uh, Bill Skarsgård? Is that what the question yeah. is? Yeah. Which one nails it? You know, I thought they were, honestly, honestly, I thought they were both excellent. I think that Tim Curry's performance, obviously, is, you know, iconic and rightfully so. So Bill Skarsgård had, uh, you know, some big uh, clown shoes to fill, uh, pun intended. <laughs> but I think he really stepped up to the plate and uh, gave a performance that was not an imitation of Tim Curry's. It was his own 
his own vibe on the, on the story, and I thought it was brilliantly executed on on both parts. So it's hard for me to pick which one is better. I mean, the one that comes first is is first, and obviously it's, it's hard to top that. But I think Bill Bill gave him a run for his money, and I think they equal, equally served Stephen King's writing beautifully. I totally agree. Uh, and and the album cover, as I was going to say, like. Uh, it's like a homage to, to the old school video covers that you'd find. Um, you know, I, I don't know how it was for you guys over there in the States, but here, being a young dude walking past, you know, the video covers in the video store and just being fascinated, fascinated by them, you know, and even getting scared by looking at them when I was a really young dude. I mean, was that something that you guys did over there? Was that a common thing? Yeah. The way that I got into the horror genre was, when my mom would go grocery shopping, I would tag along and kill time while she was grocery shopping by hanging out in this video store that was attached to the market. And it's always drawn to the horror genre, and I was captivated by those covers that you're speaking of, of you know films like Everything from Friday Thirteenth, Halloween to, to Creep Show, and you know that though the look of those films, the, the posters and the, the VHS covers are so. Uh, were so powerful to me, and I really wanted to channel that. And we uh, were fortunate enough to work with uh, an artist by the name of Mike Cortada, who really is a big horror film fan, and he really got exactly what I was trying to do and executed it brilliantly. And, uh, you know, he, he, you know, aside from just the design, aside, aside from the design, Mike Cortada brought... Um, a really beautiful aesthetic to the entire layout of the album. And it really made it feel like it was back in that video store. And in 1991, looking at uh, looking at those covers, and Mike Cortada is just, he's the best artist out there. I agree, man. It, I, I think you've nailed it. That's so that, you know, I just, just I was staring at the cover for so long, just going, wow, you know, like, just remind me when, when I was a young dude as well, you know, that's what got me into horror, as I said, like, you know, same thing, walking in there and just staring at these covers and just uh, being fascinated by them. But which which movie scared the shit out of you when you were a young dude? Well, other than Showgirls, I'd say <laughs> definitely the the original Halloween. Uh, to me, the holy grail of the slasher genre. That was really a uh, spine-tingling installment in the genre. Uh, Friday the 13th. Original really scared the hell out of me. Great reveal at the end, you know, with the mother being the killer. And uh, the first horror film I saw in the theater was Scream when I was 11, and that was terrifying. That that you know that opening scene especially was was really disturbing. Yeah, there was nothing like that. Hey, I remember I was I was in high school and I took uh, my girlfriend at the time to see it, and um, yeah, I think it. it yeah, <laughs> it's less than impression on her. That's it. <laughs> she was used to it, but uh, no, you know, it's it's amazing, hey, like uh, how these movies just uh, stand the test of time. But I really feel that now there aren't many iconic horror ca- characters that are coming out that you know really like they used to, man. I mean, last ones I can think of is like Ghostface and Jigsaw. I mean, well, why do you think that is? I don't know. I, I'm wondering if it's just because I'm getting older and these things, I wish they don't scare me as much anymore. But uh, I do long for the time when I was really scared by by these films. I think, um, you know, I do have to say, 
as played out as it eventually got because they just kind of kept doing sequels and the product seemed to get diluted, the quality. But I, I did think the Paranormal Activity, a couple of those first films were actually really scary. Um, but I agree with you. We need to we need a return to terror. Yeah, we need a we need a, a new new guy, rookie, come in and uh, hack things up a bit. I agree. Maybe maybe it's hey man, maybe it's you know you could uh, come up with someone, cook up a, a new one. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in writing screenplays, and a couple of my ideas that I recently had seem to have turned into films already. So I got to go back to the drawing board. Oh well, wow. which ones? Uh, I don't want to mention them because I don't want to. I don't want to hear and think that I thought they were ripping me off. But, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple of films that have come out recently that that uh, I was I was wait- to the point where I was waiting uh, in the cinema watching the credits to see if I knew any of these people because they stole my goddamn idea. <laughs> Tell you how you thought. Man, I've had that happen where you think that you know you, you you're like oh no one's thought of this idea and then uh, the universe seems to take it and give it to somebody else. I thought that was just me. Isn't that weird? It is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you you're thinking about. I don't know if you have you ever had that happen where you're thinking about a a movie or something, and then later on that day it'll be on TV. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's always an eerie experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, dude. And of course, uh, another question, man. Is Evil Dead One, Two, or Army of Darkness? Which one's your your go to? You know, I, I actually saw Army of Darkness in the theater. And I, I, if you could, if you know what year that movie came came out, let me know. But I feel like it had to have been like ninety four, ninety five, or ninety six. And uh, I remember going to that movie with my dad, and just being so into the whole chainsaw element of the movie. And uh, so yeah, I'd have to pick that one, Army of Darkness. Awesome, man. And of course, the album before was focused on literature, and this one's you know you've got the horror theme. Is there a trilogy happening here? Is it what, what's what's the next one? Do you think? Is going to focus on. Oh well, I've got some tricks up my sleeve, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to lay my cards out. I want you guys to be excited and, and surprised by it. But uh, I think y- your head's in the right place for sure. Oh, cool, man! I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, what you've got cooking up, man. But this album that uh, you're about to drop is is phenomenal, and I I, I hope everyone else gets a good chance to uh, really enjoy it as much as I did. And I will continue. I was cranking it on the way to work yesterday. Just uh, man, loving it. You nailed it. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, I hope everyone else's opinion is like yours because you got good taste. <laughs> you got good taste, man. That's the thing. The horror thing hasn't been done, and uh, I think it's amazing. And, of course, Australian Tour, is it gonna? Is it on the card? We really want to get down under. Uh, I, I kind of want to support Silverchair because I love them. and I know they're Australian, so maybe put the word out there to Daniel John, Dead Ice Night Killed <laughs> over there. I'll get up on stage and I'll, I'll, I'll play Frog Stunt and Freak Show with them in their entirety. Don't want to disappoint you, but they've, uh, they, they're not getting back together. <laughs> but there are other bands. Oh, shit. Okay, well, bands. I'll, I'll keep them in mind. Yeah. <laughs> your favorite Australian band? What's your favorite Australian band? Oh, dude. That's a real tricky one, man. You, you've got, we've got your Dead Letter Circus. We've got, uh, man, there's a whole bunch of bands at the moment that, kicking ass. There's a band called Pagan that are fucking amazing, dude. Check them out. Um, are they like, like black? No, they're not black metal. They're not black. Yeah, man, they're like a heavy, 
one of the best live bands I've ever seen in my life. And they're just from Melbourne. Um, amazing, amazing band. High Tension's another one. Carnival, have you heard Carnival? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah, heard Carnival. Uh, we're actually going to see uh, Parkway Drive uh, on Sunday. I don't know if you know those guys. I do, They're, I uh, do, Australia. actually. Have you ever been to Australia yourself? I've never been there, but uh, my sister's been several times, and she tells me it's, it's, it's quite breathtaking. So I, I really want to go. Come hang out. Hit the Gold Coast. We'll, uh, we'll have some, some beers and, and we'll show you around. You surf? Surf? No. You surf out there? Well, they, other people do, but not me. I'm, I'm the collecting yeah. action figures and playing in bands kind of dude. <laughs> That's me. That's me too. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's been excellent talking to you, man. And I really uh, wish you and the boys all the best for uh, the album's release and uh, hope to see you down here soon, bro. Thanks, man. It was great talking with you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 